0: Hey guys, welcome to the Self-Evident Truth Podcast. I'm Mike. We've got Massey here. Guys, it's another Saturday night. It is 7 p.m. We are back, and we are going to be talking about stuff a little more local, so our local fans get ready, our national side fans. Don't worry. You're still going to learn something. (laughs) You're still going to be able to carry it through to your own county commission meeting because I'm guessing a lot of you are having these same type of meetings. What is it? Look at the title. You'll figure it out. Before we get started, I want to remind you guys we have our website, the self evident truth.com. Uh-huh. Guys, we're getting a new one here in a couple we weeks. We are. Watch Stay out for that. Also, what we have is 1776 truth.store. Do not forget that we have all kinds of cool shirts on there. We've got great things going on there. Check it out. We've got the courses. We've got the book that's going to be coming out. Yeah, all that we've, stuff. we've got T-shirts, hoodies, all of it. and we've especially got all that stuff still now. If you go to
1: 1776truth.store, yeah. uh, yeah.
0: you guys can look it up. It's pretty amazing. And look at the first one on there. I want all of you to check it out. This, uh, this was our own creation. I have a pre-existing condition. It's Liberty. <laughs> Tell me you do not want to wear no, that No, first off, that was
1: Carrie's creation. She texts me. I think, I don't know where she was. She went somewhere and she didn't have a, she didn't have a um, mask on. I think she was at a grocery store. I think Winn-Dixie or something. Yeah. And she's like, I got a great idea for a, a t-shirt. <laughs> and I was like, ah! So we got our friends to design one, which, shout out to Richard Evans. There we he, go. Sh- he designed it for us and it was pretty amazing. So guess what? They're hot. They're now. They're out. We all need one. We all need to know we have a pre-existing condition,
0: which is liberty. I'll shut up now. And if you want to you know, buy me one, go for it. I'm done. You can, I'm here. But I know a guy. He can get <laughs> you one for free. I don't know anybody like that. Do you guys do. know anyone like that? Anyways, Massey, how are you doing, man? Really good. Good coffee. Thank you. Kind of hit the tongue a little weird. <laughs> so,
1: guys, we got a lot to talk about. Do you know why? Because guess what? People are falling into this trap of understanding that government somehow continues to grow through fear. Prime example, we are here in Florida, beautiful 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 Florida. Oh, palm trees. Yeah, palm trees, man. I was just walking through uh you know this morning with a dear friend named Chris Collins uh, and he was he's amazing, man. And so we were walking through this old these old towns in Stewart. Right. Yeah. And he was telling me all about it and the history. And there was one like river. I think he said when it's translated, it's called the lake of the, or the river of the Holy spirit or something like that. So it's just like this beautiful place. Uh, and he was taking me by some houses that were like old, you know, 1911s, beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. places. And so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, there was so freeing just to be out in nature. Right. But f- somehow when they promote fear, guess who grows the most? Not faith. Government. They don't push you to go to the synagogues and churches. Guess what they do? Trust us. We got it. As a matter of fact, you guys see those? I'm a YouTuber. I like watching YouTube every now and then. And if you like YouTube, by the way, everybody that's watching, comment down below where you guys are from because we we love good responses. And we want to respond to you. So if you have questions, we will answer them on the show. And you're going to have a lot of them today.
0: We're going to go through a lot of stuff today. To to add on to that, one other thing before you continue your story, because I do want to hear it. Um, With YouTube, please make sure you subscribe. Yeah. Hit the notification bell. One of the things that we're trying to do is we're trying to grow the YouTube channel so we need every subscriber we can get if you don't even have a YouTube account go ahead and sign up and become become our first or your first channel on your page. That's right. Make baby. us your first, right? Baby. The the big reason is the more subscribers we have, the more views we have on that, the larger audience we can build with that. Mm-hmm. And so you are actually helping spread that message when you become a member on YouTube or when you share the videos to people, when you share the Facebook videos. So be active on that. Help us yeah. get this message out. Anyways, you're walking in nature. Totally. So, yeah, we're walking in nature, and then
1: I start to think, you know, when is the last time you heard a politician say, hey, we need to depend on our churches? No. Hey, we need to depend on faith, man. God's going to heal this, la- this nation, but it's always government. So, proven by, right, Joe Biden's plan. If you guys go on YouTube, sometimes you see these commercials, and guess what happens? Joe Biden's plan is he's going to mandate a mask for everyone in America. Notice
0: how government will grow. Under fear. Yeah, and Harris backed that up, too. She said, one of our first moves will be to mandate masks nationally. And then they said they're going to eradicate systemic racism,
1: which why didn't you focus on that the last 40 years you've been in Congress? Just saying. Right. So they do all these fear tactics, right, that somehow this all happened the last four years. <laughs> that some some for some reason, now is the time, right? So they're just going to blame this president, right? But I'm kind of trying to bring it circle back to Martin County, Florida, yeah. that— when they 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 stopped their mandate like 3 weeks ago close to now and uh our our pastor Jan was at the meeting as well and uh she 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 rocked it she was up there doing um you know she was responding go ahead and those going to slide things. one up yeah you can see it and so i'm sorry i'm just getting right into this thing cuz no, i'm go excited I'm really excited one, to, thing,
0: uh, one thing I want to point out before we get into that, you were talking about Biden and Harris and, and their response in terms of yeah, masks. Yeah, go ahead. Look at how Trump spoke about masks, and and this is what I appreciate about that whole thing was Trump didn't say we need a national mandate. He left it up to the local authorities, right? He he represented it in a constitutional way. The other thing that he did was he said, "Look, I think it's a good idea. We should encourage it." But mm-hmm. then he followed that up with we can't enforce that though. We can't mandate this as a federal level. You know, and now we'll get into the whole argument of should your local government be able to do it? That's exactly but, it. But at least he was willing to stand back and say the federal government has no place in this. But so did DeSantis. Yeah. He basically yeah. said, I cannot
1: do a mask mandate because it's unconstitutional. Well, what gave the local authorities the authority to do that? They say the emergency powers. Again, is it an emergency if they, not, if they have not declared a terrorism? Because if you go back and read it, the only time they can declare uh, an emergency like this, if it's terrorism or something we can't handle, like a hurricane natural or something diast- like that. Na- disaster. Natural disaster. But nothing's been declared as such. We just say, oh my gosh, it's for the safety and the health of all people. Well, dude, if they did this, and you guys know this about government, and hear me out here. They always take two steps forward, one step back. If you think they've gone this far on this, what's the next thing they're going to go after? What I love, though, dude, is the local politics are being exposed, and now the right people are going to get elected. Yeah. Now we're fighting.
0: Now we're fighting something cool. And one of the big things that we have to pay attention to on something like this is precedent. And I know everybody oh, gets sick of the idea of slippery slope. But you really do have to pay attention to this because what ends up happening, and this happens in our legal system, in in the system of law, what happens now is case law. It used to be on original meaning. So they would try to discover the original meaning of the law, the original meaning of the, the founders and the Constitution, and they would shape, the judges would shape the opinion yep. based on that. Yep, 100%. the 1890s or so, that ended up changing. There were... Progressive professors at law schools that started teaching the idea of case law or using precedence. Yep. And it it burned like wildfire through the legal system. Of course it did. And now everything is ruled on somebody else's opinion. If somebody else ruled in this favor, then you use that opinion to help justify what you're trying to do. So, how does that relate to this? If we show that mask mandates are useful and we show that they're constitutional and that a government can do them at will, that gives precedence for something more down the road. And I know (laughs) mandatory vaccinations. Now, you're going to quick tell me a mask is totally different from mandatory vaccinations. Hear me out. You have now told somebody that they must do something in order to help the general welfare and the, the common good of the people. Where does that end, especially since we're trying to protect other people from a a disease or a virus or a health risk? Yep. At some point somebody will come before you and say, and they've already said it. They've already said we need mandatory vaccinations to ensure everybody's safety.
1: Right. And even said that it's legal. Derschwitz came out and said, Yeah, what's well, constitutionally constitutional. legal? Didn't cite how. Didn't cite how. He just said it is, and people are like, see, there you go. It's Dershowitz, man. He's already up with the president. Has government gotten things wrong before? Has the Supreme Court missed it, Dred Scott, once or twice? (laughs) Have states gotten their laws wrong, Jim Crow?
0: Those those were laws.
1: Those were laws. Yeah, dude, and it's the same thing that happened during the Nuremberg. No, 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 go with me on this. It's the same thing that happened during the Nuremberg trials when Hitler's henchmen were being tried, and they said we were just following orders. That's why we slaughtered all those people. listen. We just followed orders. We didn't know.
0: They followed the law.
1: They followed a law. Which, again, going back to Blackstone, let's get foundational here for a minute. If it doesn't conform to God's law, it's not law. And the fact that you have to force me to obey God's law is just as much asinine as you accusing Christians of being forceful with their religion. You're not trying to force me to love my neighbor. When if you get saved, you'll just automatically love your neighbor because of yeah. the Holy Spirit. Right? Yeah. And why why don't they preach that? Government always grows under chaos. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. When's the last time they've abdicated their authority, except for the last four years, where we're trying to get rid—put the government back in the hands of the people. I'm not saying he's perfect, but, hey, let's get the government back in the hands of the people here, right?
0: And that's a perfect segue to slide number two. I want you to but read We didn't cover it.
1: the T.C. Palm, did we?
0: Yeah, we put it up.
1: But did you see Pastor Jan's picture in there? Yeah. She's praying for someone. Praying for Dude, people. Dude, first off, that's pretty cool to put on the front
0: page. Absolutely, I was honestly you don't surprised. Think about that. That's pretty praying, cool, especially because that moment isn't necessarily shout indicative out of Jan. what was going on, which makes it all the more beautiful that it got put on the page. Mm-hmm. Because many people would say, "Well, that doesn't have anything to do with mask mandates." So, so shout out to you, Pastor Jan, for doing that, for yeah, stepping up for and following hope. the Lord. You know, hope, hope.
1: That you had, we had to, I mean, this is, so, I'm not saying we, she was praying for someone who was s- sincerely troubled by what was yeah. going on. She said she was shaking and she comes in and brings peace through the Holy Ghost. That's, that's the job of the Christian. Yeah. Imagine if they just let us do that, opening the churches. No, I'm sorry. Churches. You should open your doors. Government has no right to tell you to shut them. Are you crazy? No. Government didn't ordain your church. God did. And if he did, you would stay open and go heal those people. Now, I'm not shaming you if you close them, but it's high time now to start doing
0: it. There, it's it's time. There has to be a introspection by the church continually Mm -hmm. on are we following the Lord in what we're doing and I think there are churches who have gotten fairly comfortable with going towards the online stuff yep and it's about time they start recognizing okay this has gone on too long yep and we talked about that last week remember
1: about the the the, the power of fellowship the power of being around one another anyway so if you guys missed that podcast (laughs) shameless plug go on YouTube and you can find that you can find that. Slide two. <laughs>
0: so back to slide two. Thank you, Kristen, for keeping up on this. I feel like it yeah, is we're a like pinball, pinball machine it, it's right It's because of the coffee, Kristen. Yeah, don't exactly. judge. She's, she's judging. Thou shalt not look, judge. Look it's in scripture. Look. look at that look. If we had a camera, we would show you how much she's it's judging It's in the book us. of Maccabees.
1: You ever heard of that book? No. Uh, Why of, are you laughing at me? Book of Second Opinions. Yeah. First Mike. Thou shalt not judge. Yeah. And he who runs podcasts makes rules. It's in there <laughs> somewhere. It's in the New King James
0: Version. <laughs> the 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 new newer king new newer, king newer. jimmy version yeah yeah uh, massive we're not blasphemous i'm I sorry swear. that's a bad joke <laughs> bad joke i don't know i laughed doesn't matter <laughs> uh, okay slide two here we Ooh. go
1: share this video guys <laughs> get it out there i'm sorry share the video share the video share the video okay wait wait
0: wait, wait. is everybody I'm ready done. For slide i'm done i'm done let's do it are you ready to slide two, for slide two. are we there yes slide two chris are we there okay we're at slide two sorry i I want i want you to read what i've highlighted notice that this commentary states it is similar to the last one in in effect but it's failing to mention one glaring issue there's one thing that this doesn't mention when it says oh it's just like the last one it's very similar don't worry about it and as soon as Kristen is able, we're going to switch to slide three because I want to show you a part of the ordinance. So I read through this whole ordinance last night. Let me tell you. It helped me get to bed. Have you have you guys ever read like an ordinance or um, a, a – nah, I can't think of the other word. But where it says whereas. Yeah. Does, uh, as, yeah, as, and, as, yeah. as an English degree, no. drives me it nuts. Like, oh, okay, sure. Oh, it drives me nuts. Whereas. Whereas. whereas, <laughs> whereas. whereas. Anyways, whereas uh, – This gives a duration of being open-ended. It relies on the state of local emergency to determine when it ends. They haven't given any time to go back and look at it again, to look at the data and figure it out. What they said was, this ordinance shall immediately take effect upon filing with the Office of Secretary of State and shall remain in effect until the expiration of Martin County's state of local emergency, as may be extended by subsequent order or declaration or upon repeal by the board, whichever occurs earlier. They have free reign on this now. 100%. And they gave themselves free reign on Mm -hmm. this.
1: Which is so crazy because they said that they were going to listen. And what's funny and unique, uh, Pastor Todd and I were talking about this. They said they were going to go by the data. Going through the data, the data didn't add up to what they were saying. Yeah. Right. And so, really, right now, what we have to focus on is either A, emailing them or going and approaching them because not physic, right? You know, I'm not saying go yeah. physical here and, and, and be. Um, not, uh, threatening, not threatening. Not threatening. Right, yeah. right. 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 But there has to be some kind of a recall here. And I tried looking this stuff up about recalls and stuff. You can't find anything. Oh, yeah, no. It's almost like they leave themselves these scapegoat you know, layers, which anybody with half an amount of in- integrity, and I'm being honest here, I'm not saying that these people are being malicious, but when you don't listen to the public where they just don't want it. As a matter of fact, one of our listeners, Brian Moriarty, he said this. He said, you guys think by, by lifting a mandate that people are just going to automatically not wear masks. Well, it's been off for like two and a half weeks. And just being at the mall... We were the oddballs out. Yeah. Everybody was wearing a mask, right? That's their prerogative. That's their choice. If someone feels uncomfortable and says, "Hey, sir, could you just wear a mask?" I would probably do it because they asked nice. Yeah. But I, I haven't, I haven't gotten that at all.
0: I kind of want to just a slight side trail on this. I was having a discussion with a friend of mine, and we were talking about the whole mask thing, and and. If I see a sign on the business, I tend to put it on. I I got just one of those neck gators. Because people just want to see something. That's honestly what it's at, is they just want to see something covered in their face. And he said, I'm not going to wear it no matter what. And I said, I can understand that. Here's my perspective. I respect the right of a business to be able to refuse service to whoever they want. Now, that's going to sound weird, but this is why I consider myself more like conservative, libertarian, constitutional, is I believe a business has a right to determine what their standards are on their property. So to me, if a business decides we want masks in our store, I have two choices. I either respect their rules or I say... I'm sorry. I can't agree with that. I'm not going to shop there.
1: But that right? proves the point that the people business will do. can decide. They
0: can. And yeah. the people,
1: if they want to wear one, totally fine. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Nobody's saying anything. Again, Absolutely. I, where was I at today? I, I went to the post office. You have to wear a mask. Well, I didn't. Right. But it was like, there's just nobody said anything to me. They were very kind and polite. You know, yeah. just I, you know, it's not that I'm, I'm not bragging on this. Okay. I'm just saying, I don't want to wear one. Um. Everyone, everyone, including the workers, was wearing one. Good for them. Good for you.
0: You know what drives me nuts is when the store has signs about how everybody needs to be wearing masks or they'll be kicked out and you walk in and the employees aren't wearing them. Or, But you know what? Or I'll, I've had several employees and probably, and if you guys have had this
1: before, comment down below. Again, comment where you're from, comment down below, ask your question. Um, but I've had this too where the workers have even said to me, oh dude, that's so cool, man. Yeah. That's cool you ain't wearing that. You know, I yeah. understand why you're doing that. And 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 they don't know me, right. They don't, maybe they don't, maybe they do. Maybe they don't, maybe they understand why I'm doing it or not, but it's choice. Like I have the freedom to do yeah, that. Right. Absolutely. Have, and so, uh, this is, uh, let's see, uh, Carol Hayes just said uh, St. Lucie County is uh, state the same basis, state of emergency, again, but not why and how and when this ends. Again, if your governor said that it's unconstitutional, you shouldn't have passed it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Phyllis uh, Mills said it's ridiculous, but we all knew that already. Uh, uh, Jan uh, Mazingo just said exactly. It's open-ended, voted three, over, or, uh, three votes to two. So basically, one person decided this vote for 161,000 people. Folks, doesn't that sound like a, a court <laughs> An oligarchy, where a, a a bench of nine can legislate the murder of babies.
0: Authoritarianism.
1: Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or a, a a bench of nine can legislate what marriage is, when traditionally marriage for since the beginning of time has been man and woman. We all know that. Let right? alone
0: the people decide and then the the bench overturns it, like in California, mm-hmm. right? Um, one of the things I want you to do, Massey, is so we've gotten into this whole thing. You were there, so I want you to just go through this and really explain, like, what the meeting was like, what you witnessed, what you experienced, your yeah. perspective of the whole thing, because we're, sure. we're talking about an event that people yep. are like. Well, I wasn't no. there, so I don't really understand. And, and
1: it stinks you know? because I, we, you know, Todd and uh, Pastor Todd, Pastor Jan, and I have been there. Brittany went to one, uh, you know, their daughter, and uh, so we were we were at these and it's 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 this um how do i say this i'm not trying to be mean cuz no matter how i say this it's going to sound weird but they weren't even listening like i, I y- you would say something reasonable and rational and it was just like they would just sit there like this just no 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 like hey i, ex- I understand that i acknowledge that hey can i ask you a question about that nothing right We're- and, and, and so it basically starts off with these five people discussing this thing, whatever it is, a mandate yeah. or whatever. Uh, and then they open up the, the, you know, to emails, whatever they get, maybe the Zoom calls because it's COVID, right? So they had Zoom calls come in and then they did public, um, you know, uh, statements so yeah. from the public. And so it, it's, it's really unique that uh, a lot of us were there without masks, obviously. Uh, some people were there with masks. They distanced uh, six feet apart, right? But when there was breaks... They all got together and huddled. You know, <laughs> I just, it's so, guys, if you guys can't see this, this is so socialist training and Marxism to the max. They are trying to train you that this is normal. Staying six feet away from somebody, no. uh, having a, a shield in front of their register, uh, we used to Best call that discrimination. We used to call that discrimination where you wouldn't touch another person. Contactless. Uh, <laughs> you're, dude, you're seriously, right, like... <laughs> in the 60s, in the 40s, when we, blacks wouldn't touch whites, we said that was discrimination. Now we're telling people it's normal now. What? What? You know what I mean? This is, and, and you know what happens? The reason why it's happening is because we've just allowed men in the natural to take over what God meant spiritually, which is law. Yep. You cannot enforce law naturally. It'll eventually kill itself. And I believe this totally with my whole heart, dude. And I'm speaking, and I don't care if you're mad at me or not. I'm speaking as a Hispanic that has experienced racism. They're trying to cover up socialist failed policies with the word racism. Oh, you know why we're failing? Because of racism. Nope, socialism. And you know what? Let's go with the racism thing for a minute. Dude, who allowed those things to happen? Those same white progressives that said you can kill your babies if you want to. As a matter of fact, we'll murder more black than white. Let's talk about that, right? Let's talk about the fact of those white progressives that keep saying to black people, honestly, and Hispanics, you don't need to do that. We'll take care of you. As a matter of fact, if you divorce your husband and you're single, we'll give you more money. We'll give you food stamps. Yeah, I grew up on them. How come they don't talk about that? You want to talk about real racism? It's in there. It's these policies that keep they keep uh, trying to distort and saying, you know what, if we just had more money, we would fix the problem. No. And then you know what happens when they fail? Racism. That's exactly. They try to divide the people. When they, we should be against what they're doing in government.
0: And a double down. A lot of times, it's well. This is a failed policy, so we have to do more with this. We have to spend money on it. Or they don't even, they don't even label it as a failed policy. What they'll say is, well, we need to do more. We're not doing enough. Oh no, it, they we, label it we, as failed. We spend, we spend. And I don't know if this is still true, but at one point we were spending more per student out of the entire world. And we were we were middle of the pack at best on a lot of our scores in the different areas of education. I, and what people I say know. is we need more money in education. We need more money in education. More and they money. harp
1: on that every four years. And the education <laughs> system gets worse. worse and, and then worse, they raise taxes on the people. It gets worse. <laughs> yeah. And then they can't understand why these kids in these impoverished communities that they created, by the way, right? that they created, you're blaming President Trump for something you had 40 years to work on. Yeah. Mr. Biden, who who incarcerated blacks at a huge rate that didn't deserve to be in jail. Let's talk about it. Kamala, Kamala, whatever your name is. No, that's not racist. I just don't know her name. Okay. It's said a lot of different ways. (laughs) You create these things and then you blame other people for it. And then you know what it does? It creates division. And you're the one saying in your speeches, we're going to bring unity. When all you've done is create division. That's all you've done. And then we'll sit there and blame people. And, man, if church is open, they don't love the people, so let's blame the church. You know what? If you walk around without a mask, you don't love your neighbor, so blame the Christian.
0: It's actually a. It's
1: ridiculous, it's- dude. And we should be turning it on them, saying, no, we're not going to let you get away with this anymore. I'm not going to take your stuff. I'm not taking on your condemnation and fear. I'm not anymore. I have to stand on the fact that I'm an American, I'm a Christian, and I know the word of God. Okay. And I believe in who and what the Constitution says. I have liberty because God gave it to me. And if you want to war with God, that's on you. But you're warring with him, not us. They don't hate you, Christian. They hate God. Let's be honest here.
0: Yeah, it's true. Um, Where are we at? (laughs) I'm sorry, dude, but it's
1: true because this has been happening for so long. And I want you to get back in the slides so you can regroup because I totally threw us off here. But this is my frustration since the beginning is that the more we teach the Constitution and I'm sorry, conservatives, but I'll say it too. The more we teach the Constitution, say, yep, you're right. We got to follow the Constitution, but we'll let these governments do whatever they want because he's the right guy for the job. No, no, we have to get back to that paper, man. We've got to get back to liberty again. We have to get back to liberty, dude. If you give people liberty, peace, safety, and tranquility will come from it. I promise you. Because we'll watch out for our neighbor because
0: we love them. Well, I would, I would go one step further and say that we need to get the hearts of men right again. Um, and, and the respect of the values and the traditions. Because if we don't... One of the biggest things that happened was getting rid of objective truth. We don't have objective truth anymore. Now it's all relative. So at that point, oh, you dude. can't hold on to a value or a tradition in a, in a 100%, society. So then, 100%. then the Constitution yep. and the founding documents and the way we've set up our system, you have plenty of people who say, well, relative truth, that's not my truth, that's your truth. And then the tar and feathering happen. And one of the things that I was going to say is— it's a Saul Alinsky tactic to oh my end up gosh, 100%, turning 100%. turning your own flaws, your own mistakes onto your enemies. So what happens is, if you'll notice, is a lot of times the accusations get thrown of what somebody's actually doing themselves, and that's happening now. Yep. yep. And so when. Racism gets thrown around it does, a does, dude. Something subconscious hatred, going on. Or, that, you you like people, or you don't like
1: people or you're know you angry with them. And I'm going to read some comments because we're getting back to why this is happening and how they're getting away with it and how people are easily, and I'm being honest here, I'm not saying this in a mean way because I was ignorant too 17, 18 years ago. Okay, I didn't know, right? Listen to this. The CEO of House of Hope told us, uh, this is Jan, uh, no COVID issue and tons of food available when we interviewed him two weeks ago. He went to the meeting with a mask on and saying the people he serves are suffering from COVID. What? Dude, because they get government handouts, bro. These people get I am mean, serious. That's just yeah, what it is. No, I um believe you. let's see. Uh Todd, uh Todd said this, Pastor Todd said this. You cannot say it will be data a data-driven decision in the previous meeting. And then when the data goes down and is below the goal mandate, uh, and below the goal, you mandate a mass coordinates. Yeah. So he typed that out. We went to their own website and looked at all these statistics and it's and it's under their Gold, which was 10%. It was like 8%. Wait, wait, I'm going to lead you to something here because these comments are really good. I'm going to lead you somewhere. Uh, uh, Jan said, what are we going to do? We must do something. We're working on that. And here's what we're going to try to do. And and I was talking to Brian about this. Um, There's got to be a way to recall this where we call them back and say, guys, come on. Let's yeah. get real here. There has to be something like that. It's the same thing you do when they convene Congress. We've got to do something, right? And so it's it's you consistently have to email, call, whatever. You've got to get involved, right? It has to be. Sometimes, guys, um, it comes down to even civil disobedience where it's like, I'm not being rebellious. I just don't want to wear a mask. Yeah. Walked into Best Buy today. Nobody said anything. And on the front of the thing is, you have to wear a mask when you come in. But they took my $70 today. They didn't have a problem with that. <laughs> they sure liked my credit card. You know what I mean? No. Here's what Brian Moriarty commented on. And if I'm going too fast and I'm jumping ahead, please tell me. But here's what he said. Today's commission page says this the Department of Health said reported a significant increase in test results, both negative and positive, are due to a statewide input of older case data and
0: duplicates will likely need to be removed from the dashboard. Kristen, go ahead and throw up slide six because this was what I was okay, bring up. I knew I was so, going ahead. So now and,
1: and what Brian's pointing out is exactly that. Let me let me finish what he said impacts and fluctuations are likely for all case data, including Martin County totals and percentages. The board continues to work with our local partners to address the issue at state level, quote unquote. What the heck does that even mean? And you're going to get into this, like how the duplicates and all these numbers. It's um,
0: so if you notice, it was the board of County commission that actually posted this themselves. And that was posted August 28th on Twitter. So, what they're saying is all this data got collected and, hey, we've been going through it. There there was a supposed rise, but what we're actually attributing this rise to were duplicate data and, and problems with tests and that kind of thing. And so when we even all that out, there actually hasn't been a rise in cases. And if you notice on this on this data, on this graph, you look at hospital beds, you look at the percentage of, of positivity rate and all of that, we're still well in in the – I don't want to say great zone, good zone, but like, we're still okay in all of this. Yes.
1: And if you look at the graph, the the graph right here, if you're looking down at the positivity rate of new cases by week to start date, when you look at where that is and where they started that meeting, we're barely even going up or we're still under the goal. Exactly. And there's a reason for that. And they were saying because of duplicates, right? And uh, Brian, thank you for your comment because you were going to bring this up already mm-hmm. anyways. But there could be duplicates. There could be this. You know, what's funny is we'll say that about votes, right? Oh, there was duplicates. There was this. We have to have recounts, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. How come they don't do that here, right?
0: Yeah. That are we actually checking this data, like, legit? Because we don't even know. And and there's, there's a myopic view that comes with this data. Uh, so if if it's not necessarily cases arising or, or what's going on here. So I haven't put down some conclusions, but I put down some thoughts. So if we look at a country like Sweden, they never locked down, they don't have mask mandates, they they encouraged um, social conduct or, or encouraged social uh, awareness, right? Yeah. Um, they encouraged healthy practices. They're not bottom of the list, but they're not top of the list either. uh, People are pointing out, well, they're number nine in the world. Yeah, and countries like Italy and India and Spain and, and France are all above them. And these countries enforced really stringent lockdown Extremely stuff. Extremely stringent. India literally locked everybody in their houses for like a month. Yeah. And, if, and, if
1: and Pastor Todd, can you verify that? And
0: now they're coming out. Because we have out. a church
1: out there. Or we support a church out yeah. there. Sorry.
0: And now they're coming out, and now they're having spikes in cases, which shows, okay, you guys just kind of delayed it. Which That's what we have to talk about is... Are we actually defeating it, or are we just kind of delaying the process? Yeah, we're delaying the inevitable that people are still going to get it. And and you want to know how I can prove that to you? Let's go to slide seven,
1: the aerosol spread one. Before we continue, they said they would have stayed. This is Jan. They said if we stayed under 10%, we would not reinstate, which we have. Yeah. We're at 8%, I think, last checked. Uh, I don't think anyone knows what they're doing with the data. Thank you, Phyllis. Thank we you. know that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mission Barbecue had no problem with us walking around the restaurant without a mask. True. We were there. Um,
0: I could see that with
1: Mission Barbecue. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, but there's other places, and Jan said this, it is discrimination to require for people that can't wear one. Yes, it yes. is discrimination. It, I'm sorry, you said, is it discrimination? Yes, it is. Uh, civil disobedience, yes, Micah, we understand that. We have to. Uh, it can be lifted at any time. Yes, with their decision, because it shouldn't have ever been instated anyways, because they don't have the authority to do that. Uh, I'll say it more and more. And if you And if they do, tell me where. Yeah. You, you don't just say emergency and then let them have blanket power, okay? That's,
0: that's grounds for tyranny. That's grounds for authoritarianism, you know? And so slide number seven, the only reason I want to cover this is to just show you the, – they're saying, well, the data shows we need to continue this. All I'm doing is presenting an alternative – set of data to show it's not that clear cut, it's not that black and white of, well, we need to just do this because of data and it'll definitely help. I hear a lot of people say, the masks are what is doing it. And here's why. So this study on aerosol spread, this was a study that Chinese researchers went into an apartment of a family that had all contracted COVID. And so they started working through the apartment building to try and figure out, okay, what kind of spread is going on here? There was an abandoned apartment above them that had been abandoned for months. They found traces of COVID on the bathroom sink, on the toilet, in the shower, right above the family. Now, here's why they think that happened. And plus, they were finding it on other levels. (laughs) This is gross, but fecal spread. Ooh. what's called fecal plumes. So they found that covid Ooh. actually transfers through fecal matter really easily. It's aerosol aerosol. So when you flush the toilet, this big plume shoots out and then it runs up the pipes and it, it it's not big droplets, it's aerosol. And what they what they seem to be finding is it's actually carrying on aerosol as well, which a mask can't really defend against an aerosol spray. So in the study, it even says, current evidence on the SARS-CoV-2 has limitations but is strongly indicative of aerosols as one of several routes of COVID-19 transmission. This includes surfaces and also large droplets. It should be noted that the equivalent evidence for contact and large droplet transmission is not available but has been an unproven assumption from the outset. Epidemiologic and experimental data continues to be obtained at a rapid pace and the role of aerosols in COVID-19 transmission should be revisited in the light of emerging evidence. The problem on this is once a measure is taken, everybody buys into it. So as soon as they said masks because large droplets coughing and sneezing, everybody said, yes, masks. But we also have evidence of surfaces. So why are we not mandating gloves? aerosol spray so why are we not mandating haz- hazmat suits yeah and if it's airborne why aren't we mandating heavier underwear <laughs> i'm just saying i'm not I, trying to actually, do me- actually yeah and having a vacuum going while you flush the toilet
1: right some kind of better <laughs> air system and yep. i'm not trying to be funnier actually
0: i'm kind of <laughs>
1: but i'm not trying to be, be funny so like listen to this big rally in tennessee today do you foresee the governor ending the state of emergency to end this ridiculous mandates I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say yes, and here's why: because I think he's getting tired of people lying about him. Yeah, I am. I, I do. I think if you look at his press conferences, he's been like he's been he's on pretty fire. Been he's pretty been pretty hot about this well. because it's like look, the numbers are dropping, and guys, again, I think sometimes
0: we we kind of fail to realize that it's
1: gonna continue. Yeah. You can't delay it.
0: That's what's driving me nuts is there's this and you've had several states that have said, well, once there's no new cases, New Zealand had no new cases for what, six weeks, something like that. And then suddenly they had two new cases and they shut the entire country down. They delayed the elections a month. They freaked out. It's what drives me nuts yep. about all of this is you're only delaying the inevitable. This is not something you can truly beat with 100%, a hundred percent.
1: A hundred percent. Paul just said this. He said, "Well, he said this a few minutes ago. Are we really saying that the numbers are too high? If, that if the numbers are too high, then infringement of liberties is okay? At what point do these? I'm being honest. Tyrants draw the line. At what point? Because I know some of them voted no this time, but boy, they were on it." That's the first. Time. That's one
0: thing I was going to ask you about. That is, did you get the sense because it was a three I didn't go to, to this
1: last one. Pastor Jan did, so she'll oh, probably the, comment. The but, three to two vote. Yeah, and Pastor I didn't go Jan. To
0: that. I actually, I please answer this. Did you get the sense that at least two to three of them two were were and I know two of them voted negative. Where did you feel like they were sitting? Was it kind of like a resistance? Was it firm in their no vote? Was there one or two that were kind of like I don't know, but I'll be safe? So if you Whoever was there, Pastor Jay included, Brian, if you're paying attention, listening, um, answer that. Answer what did the makeup look like. I am curious of where this board was sitting on this whole decision. If they were conflicted or they're just like, Nope, the data says we right, need masks. Right, right. You know.
1: And I do believe in in the more people show up, the more people take this serious. Yeah. I think that we have to continuously be at these meetings. I don't think they've ever had this before where people are actually getting involved. So I don't think they know what to do. You know, it's yeah. like, holy smokes, there's a lot of people here to comment, commenting. And the ones that are saying, no, keep the mandates are the ones emailing because they're home, right? <laughs> which proves that they're going to stay home, which proves that they're going to wear masks. Some people show up, yes, with the mask and say, we need to keep the mandate in. And they talk about their families. And you know what? I could do the same thing and say, you know, this is for my family, too. You don't have the right to take my liberty. Yeah. You don't have the authority to take my liberty away. You just don't. Right. So, Yes. And you know what's funny is g- going to these meetings, it's it's kind of frustrating that there's not more churches they're representing, their congregations, yeah. because they're just obeying. You know what I mean? And it, I find it funny that they'll obey the scriptures that say we're supposed to obey governments because of Romans 13, 1 Peter 2 and stuff, but they won't, they won't preach about the ones about healing, miracles, signs and wonders, raising from the dead, all those things. How come we'll believe those about the government? By the way, Heidi St. John said this to me the other day. She said, why is it... We don't quote those same scriptures when we send our kids, like our children, to be missionaries overseas in countries that hate Christians because their government's oppressive. How come you don't talk about Romans 13 and 1 Peter 2 then? She's exactly right. And you know what? We'll send them into death, but we won't open our church here to heal them and set them free.
0: (laughs) Come on. Think about it. Well, yeah, and we've talked about that before. We'll send them into the Islamic world and say, well, you may die, but it's for the faith. But here, no, 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 no. Don't do anything. COVID, um, oh man, I had another point that I really wanted to bring up on that whole thing, but I can't remember it. So we'll see. We'll come back to it. Maybe, um, this whole thing, it's one of those things where you look at it and you start to pay attention. I like that, that people are paying attention. People are determining what to do. Brian just said,
1: minds were made up before the meeting. Okay. Uh, no one was conflicted like at previous meetings. Okay, so um, so Brian and, and you can answer this as ooh. well. Oh, Gosh, go dude, ahead. There's so go many ahead. comments here. I gotta no, read go them because Pastor Todd said, "Let's remember this: we were supposed to flatten the curve, not eliminate the virus." Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see. Let's see. Absolutely, Mike. Look at that. They're cheering you on, bud. Then <laughs> uh, let's see. Here, Peggy's right. They need to have meetings in the evening so people who work can attend.
0: Ooh, that's, that's a good. great point. And one thing that I want to say, so we're. <sighs> We're rightfully frustrated about this, and one thing I want to point out, and, and this might give you help and insight in how to con- uh, connect or get, I don't want to say get to these people, but to get your point across to them. One thing we have to remember is this is a, a county commission, and they know they're under the microscope with the rest of the Treasure Coast and especially South Florida. Yeah, They know if they risk it and cases go up, they're in the hot seat. So you have to understand with them as well is yeah. what they're doing is playing it safe. They're saying, well, we'll put in the mandates. We'll do everything. We'll play it safe. And that way, even if cases rise, we can say, look, we're doing what we can. It's the people who aren't complying. You totally, notice that? man. You notice totally. as soon as cases go up, everybody points the finger. It's the ones who aren't complying. It's the ones who aren't doing what they're supposed to do. Maybe. It's not even dependent on whether or not you're wearing a mask. It's dependent on something else. But I say this to remind you, with these people, they're human beings. They're people on the county commission. I'm not saying any of you have like demonized them or anything, but just yep, remember yep. where they're coming from. They're coming from a, a position of fear. And pressure of, okay, if we vote against this mandate and we let everything run wild and we think we've noticed a blip of rise in cases, all of a sudden we're going to be the ones blamed for allowing coronavirus to catch like wildfire in Palm, in Palm Beach and Martin County again. So we're not, we're not going to do that. We're going to mandate what we have to do is explain to them and describe to them accurately of why that is not a good decision and is actually antithetical to the Constitution and our legal system. Hundred percent. Your fear and risk, that doesn't give you license to be able to subvert the law.
1: And and I think that that's the that's the argument since the beginning of time. You know, seven hundred years led us to our constitution, seven hundred years Uh, you know, Magna Carta's and and different lawmakers and things have led us to our constitution, which by, by no, is the closest to, to a government of, of, with moral people's really killer document, right. With the declaration and all these things that the whole argument was, is government going too far in their minds? Yes. And some of them were mad. Some of them were mad and why they wanted to fight was for a 12% sales tax, on tea and other imported <laughs> goods. Here we are. We can't even like. You know what I mean? They're 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 they're, they're mandating masks on your face.
0: Yeah. You know. Let, what I mean, let I mean let think alone about the taxation you know, system. But this is
1: this is this is from the beginning. The founders knew. They said evils and, and Thomas Jefferson wrote this. It was one of the lines in the Declaration. He said evils are tolerable or sufferable among men for for a while. They'll just suffer it. Yeah. We will. But then he said after a long train of abuses, it's our duty to overthrow such governments and institute new governments for the will of the people and the freedom of the people. That is the job of the people. Listen, there's, there's several things we could say about all this. One, I can't complain what I, I can't complain about what I tolerate. So I have to do something right, which is get involved, uh, possibly in the future run for politics. You know, obviously, you know, the kid thing. Um, I've got several people on here, especially <clears throat> Jan, uh, that, Paul, <clears throat> Brian, <clears throat> uh, you know, that could be county commission guys, <clears throat> Can be county I mean, I'm just saying, I've knock on doors for you. I'm just saying, yeah. right? But like getting involved and not just because the meetings are good, right? And I think when people have heart, you will listen to the people and be like, "Hey, I got a question about that. Hey, I want
0: to I want to discuss that." You know? Yes, that approach is it, that will get you further. Um, this is just like a psychology management quick note: is it'll get you further when you engage, and one of the best ways to engage is to ask questions where you at least sound like you're trying to actually understand where the person is coming from. So what you do is you try to create commonality and then from there you can work the progression to, okay, I see your point, I see your reasoning. Have you thought about this or could we discuss this side of things? One of the problems is you get very few people in office who are politicians that will actually stand in the heat and in the battle of public opinion. And what I mean by that is I think we have a couple of people oh. that you listed who will actually stand on principle as opposed to just standing of what's popular. I and just... they'll stand for what's right as opposed to, well, I'm I really kind of fear and risk public opinion, so I'm going to go with public opinion. This is something that we need to see in our politicians and really look for is, is this person willing to stand on fundamentals no matter what? And I think we've kind of seen that in DeSantis Mm -hmm. is DeSantis doesn't care what a public opinion is. He's trying to do the best he can of following the fundamentals, following the the foundations and the traditions that – are put in place for a reason, you know?
1: Yep, and, you know, to, to, to add, Paul basically said necessity is always used to infringe on the liberty of the people, William Pitt. He also basically said necessity is the plea of tyrants and the, and the, and the, creed, of, the creed of slaves. Basically, in other words, oh, man, I need... So, and and uh, Brian just said... Actually, just t- Brian, I just took a picture of that. I'm going to frame that comment, and I will freaking run your campaign, okay? I'm 100% running next time. Enough is enough. Dude, Let's do that's it. what I'm talking about! Woo! I'm kind of excited right now. I'm like, dude, I want to run with you just because I can't.
0: I don't live in Martin County because I'm broke. If you're (laughs) if you're serious, if you're serious about running, we'll have you on the podcast. Bro, I'm telling you you on.
1: Not even that. That, But we'll go a step further, dude. I'll knock on doors. I'll do whatever (laughs) it takes because I know that integrity will rule at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And we need that back in local politics right now, dude. I'm excited. I am excited, dude, just because you said like Right, Brian, I, I could cry because you just gave me hope, man. And it's not just the person. It's like, Lord, we're, we're, we're responding to the call now. Yeah. We're responding as a whole now, right? And, and it's, that's what's exciting, and, and it's awesome. Uh, Brian, you got my vote. Uh, let's see. It's funny because uh, Jan just said this. I don't understand the motivation. Exactly. So many are unemployed. Uh, why do they? Wouldn't they do better with more businesses than just enjoying government money? But how are they enjoying government money when it was only 1,200 bucks? You know what I mean? And a little bit more than that every month. It's like it's not even can't even enjoy that. Uh, you know, I, I'm just looking at this going, OK, there's a lot of hope right now and we have a lot of work to do. And really what it is, too, is and I find it funny that they waited to vote till after Doug Smith got elected again. The guy who <laughs> voted yes, dude, this is he, Brian was right. Pastor Jan was right. Well, Stevie Wonder was right. This this was set up and they came with more regulations this time. How did you write all that up? Not knowing the vote. they knew it's government from the top this is what they do right and now am i focused on november absolutely i'm focused on november we can't let biden in there we can't anybody who listen if you're any kind of christian i understand that trump is not the most perfect candidate i get it okay but to say that biden would be better and say he's not going to go straight left you're crazy you're crazy because he already proved it in his eight years with obama they, they, they did go straight left.
0: And we, we actually have a fairly similar weighing out of character. If, if you really want to get down to brass tacks, both have been accused of sexual assault. Both have been accused of affairs and cheating on wives and divorcing and all of that, right? So character, they're about level. Um, the question is policy, What are you doing on policy? And that's why I think Christians need to be really concerned about what policies are best going to influence and encourage the Christian vote. And and what the Christians are doing and freedom of religion. You have to be paying attention to this. And if we don't, we're going to be in trouble because we're going to end up allowing stuff in that we really did not want to allow in. And I get it. It's a toss-up. It's always a toss-up. And I'm not even going to say, you know, vote for the lesser evil because there is an idea of you shouldn't be voting for evil either way. Yeah. Um, and I would totally support you if you decide, you know what, I'm doing a protest vote. I can't support either person. I've got to support third candidate or do a write-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally support I that i you that's too. On your conscience. You I know? do.
1: But I also look at this going, okay, look, we we have to look at the overall here that and it, this took me guys anybody that's watching this knows my, this, my thought process we've been wrestling is, we've yeah been,
0: i've been wrestling on this anyways this uh, this is actually kind of a point of contention that we've had a of, of differing view of how do you approach black and white or steps yeah, right
1: because it because it, in, in all honesty if 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 the top right if our president has a certain policy thing the people will start to follow it so it's yes. like okay whoever we put in there be careful, boys and girls. I'm just saying because that, that so I, I've started wrestling with it. some dear friends of mine really kind of uh, just counseled me with some good reason and wisdom and, and like and I thought, you know what? you're right. I wasn't I I, did, I was on the fence about what I was going to do, but you know what, dude, right now, where the country is, I have to come down here to bring them up here. Mm-hmm. So where the standards are, I have to come down here and bring them up, and that's what this podcast is all about. Sorry, Mike, I'm still voting for Trump. No, I don't think he's wavering. (laughs) I I was the one saying, I don't know if I can endorse this, but I understand more and more that You know, yes, he's done some good things and I was still focused on other things, you know, character things in the past uh, during the presidency, a lot of the executive orders. But I understand, too, it's like, okay, that's where we are now, but we have to continue to educate and preach. But I cannot allow Biden and Harris
0: to get in there. So that was me. And that's something that I I really feel strongly about is if we don't put some type of stop to this wave right now, this movement, if we don't put a wall on that (laughs) wall, (laughs) Trump, Trump, if we don't put a wall on that, what's going to end up happening is Biden gets in, it's free for all. That is four years of this progressive, radical, socialist, yep. Marxist movement to really end up taking over. And I'm not trying to fear monger. I'm not trying to, not no, trying to not. be radical on this. It's just true. They have already set their tentacles and roots in the foundation of the culture. All they need now is the position in the White House. And guess what? A puppet in the White House. Tell me they're not running Biden because he's a puppet. The guy can't even put two sentences together. True, he's and- a puppet. So that way, people can maneuver right. and twist and engineer the direction they want. And guess what? It is not towards no. conservatism.
1: Now listen, I think people are misunderstanding why I wasn't gonna, why I wavered with Trump. Okay. I wasn't wavering cool. between him and Biden. I was wavering between him and the Constitution Party <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, I get it. He's he's pro life and all these things. I'm just looking at a constitutionalist. I wasn't going to vote for Biden. Are you crazy? No, I mean, I'm not saying you guys was, are crazy. I'm just saying, is was as a, as between a, Trump or third party? was kind of where you. Yeah, were at, right? I was. I was more. I was more third party the constitutional more, party Yeah, yeah or even the something. Libertarians crazy. the yeah. Libertarian party's crazy. He came out in SJW, you know?
0: right? Yeah, or, exactly.
1: Or... So my my thing wasn't. She, uh, people are commenting. You know, he once once for life. one's not. No, 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 no. That's not the issue. The issue is way bigger than that for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's been how many people who have said pro life, but in 50 years we're still killing babies. So even with a with a Republican-led Congress and Senate and presidency, we could have stopped it, but we didn't. Oh, that so that's what nuts. frustrates me. But I understand we're working towards it. So guys, you heard it here first. That's where we're going. That is our direction. We have to push right now for liberty, yeah. and that's really where we're at. Where, where we're at right now. And so, it, and it really is true that. Um, if they can't govern, if if they can murder the innocent and the infant and the unborn and the preborn, can they govern those who are living is the real question? No, they can't. Right? So that's a big issue. Obviously it's a huge issue. Um, so again, I think through through, through the whole scheme of this is we're saying, look, local governments right now, especially Martin County, especially St. Lucie County, which is where we live, uh, they've done overstep their bounds. This we have to get rid of these things. It's way overdue, right? Way overdue, way overdue uh, that, that, that this is even still happening, that. Since For the last six months, we've seen, okay, people have gotten it. Numbers are reducing. Get rid of the dang mandate. They're going to go up for a little bit, but guess what? They're going to go back down. It happens, right? It happens. So this is why we need to get involved in local government so we can be the voice of reason to explain to the people why.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. And, and this is off the cuff. I don't have a slide for this, but there was a epidemiologist, uh, Dr. Ostholm. Let me see if I can get his credentials. Uh, Dr. Michael Osterholm, epidemiologist at the University of Minnesota, um, it, he was doing an interview with Market Watch. And one of the things that he said is uh, one of the challenges we have is what do we mean by fail? What's the def- oh, This is about vaccine. F- Sorry, vaccine fail. Sorry, I know I'm going off the cuff on this. Here it is. Okay, so MarketWatch asked. I saw a piece in The Atlantic this week, and I thought they positioned it well. They described it as the beginning of the end. This is what Osterholm said. It won't be. We will be dealing with this virus forever. Effective and safe vaccines and hopefully ones with some durability will be very important, even critical tools in fighting it. But the whole world is going to be experiencing COVID-19 till the end of time. We're not going to be vaccinating our way out of this to eight plus billion people in the world right now. If we don't get durable immunity, we're potentially looking at revaccination on a routine basis if we can do that. We've really got to come to grips with actually living with this virus for at least my lifetime, and at the same time, it doesn't mean we can't do a lot about it. So he's he's pointing out to us we're gonna be stuck with this. So the question is do we live continually in fear and putting in new regulations and telling businesses, you know what? Gyms, salons, uh uh spas, massage parlors, you guys are not allowed to open. Oh, by the way, churches, you either. You're just not allowed to open. Until we get rid of coronavirus, <clears throat> nudge nudge. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never get rid of it. That's that's why the Illinois system, if you go back and you look at their what four or five step process, they're they basically say once no new cases, this is never gonna happen. This is something that has has made its way through the world like wildfire it's not going away it's just like saying once there's no new cases of influenza ever again then we can open back up it's just not going to happen you've had vaccines for influenza for how many decades you haven't gotten rid of it you
1: have not gotten rid of it and you know again influenza at first with different strands has been fatal and the vaccines listen you know what's so crazy is they're saying we're going to force people to vaccinate I wonder how many of these people, are they going to report the deaths that happened because of this vaccination? Absolutely not. Think about it. Are they going to report the deaths of mandating vaccinations or how many kids may get, I mean, I'm just going to say it. How many kids will get autism? How many kids will have some kind of complicated disease because of vaccinations? We don't even talk about that. Matter of fact, doctors, those who give these vaccines, do you ever read the ingredients to your patients before you give it to them? Just asking.
0: No, because it's big pharma, dude, and it's money. That's, that's the bottom line. That's one thing, and, and this is off the cuff as well. Of You ever notice that people who are really pushing mandatory vaccinations, in generalizing, sure, they tend to be the same ones who are totally against big pharma and big profits huh. for big pharma? Yeah. Yet it's big pharma that's pushing the vaccinations, and it's big pharma who said that hydroxychloroquine was dangerous and fatal and shouldn't be trusted. You want to know why? It's a generic drug that's been mass produced for pennies at the dollar. That's exactly for right, decades. Dude. That's what, right. What, 50, 60 years this has been produced in mass. This can easily right. be produced. Millions and millions and millions of tablets. And all of a sudden, everybody's saying, no, 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 no. we can't trust that. But let's trust the one that still has a patent on it. Do that one.
1: Uh, Yeah, dude. And we don't even know. We don't even know. Uh, And yes, they've gotten safer, right? But the fact that they could say that, but our vaccines have gotten safer over time. But what happened the last 40 years yeah. of these vaccines? That's a whole other discussion. We can talk yeah. about it at a later then, time. Uh, I've, I've got my many opinions on vaccinations and uh, some will like someone. Thank you, Jan. That's right. It's about the dough. Uh, the virus will likely weaken over time. Anyhow, after November 3rd, we'll be talking about
0: something new. I'm sure exactly, Phyllis. <laughs> Especially um, if Biden gets in office, we'll never hear about coronavirus again. Like November 3rd, yeah. it will disappear from the dude, face of the Because yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think Trump Win by a landslide. I, I, think I don't think so
1: you know they're saying he's behind in the polls. Haven't we heard no, no, that no, no. before? the The only question that I've got
0: is: I'm really concerned about the whole mail-in voting process. I believe that a vast majority of the nation will end up voting for Trump. The question is: Will the votes be counted as such? I'm yeah, I'm not, not pushing conspiracy theories, but just, this is I don't trust we, it. I don't trust I, we, it.
1: I don't either, but we have to. That's why, like, again, thank God for the Electoral College. Thank God for a uh, Constitution. Trump's lawyers better be on it, dude. They oh, better yeah. have those debates. They better have elections happen. At the, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They better be on this, dude. Like, yeah. legit. The Supreme Court, too. Kavanaugh and Gorsuch, dude, if this... I mean, if it tries to get delayed, they better sue yeah. <laughs> people because this is not right. Yeah. And they better make sure that that Supreme Court says something, dude, for and, sure.
0: And the Post Office even said if every... uh Registered voter voted in one day. That would still only be seventy five percent of the amount of mail they handle in a day, anyways. So it's not that the USPS can't handle it. It's <laughs> iffy systems. That's all I'll say. It's iffy systems. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we close out, you got any other comments you want to? No,
1: no, no. I, I and, I'm, and I'm seeing. I'm seeing people. I don't understand. They don't make money. Quit speaking that. What did I speak? Did I say something wrong? I apologize if I did. I wasn't trying to. I think they're being I'm not sarcastic. giving voice to the fear. I'm just saying that's what they say. If that's what you meant, I'm so sarcastic. sorry. I hope so. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not speaking anything wrong. I mean, I'm not trying to anyways. I know that the power of our words, the power of our tongue, uh, is life and death. Right. And so I don't want to say that. What I'm saying is I know Trump will win. He had, I mean, it's almost kind of like it's the progression every eight years. You know what I mean? Bush for eight years, Clinton yeah. for eight years, Obama for eight years, Trump eight years. It's almost kind of like this thing, it, right? It tends to be the incumbent. It, it kind of does be the incumbent, you know? right? And but this is where it's like, okay, Church, you know, when he does, keep those doors open, dude, because if yeah. they continue
0: to riot, if they continue, guys, we gotta they're, bring them in the doors. We and, have to. And that's something that we've got to be ready for is they're doing this while Trump is in office right now, and if he wins, it, they're gonna go ballistic. And you have a lot of people who are disenfranchised voters. I really believe a large block of this are Bernie Mm -hmm. voters who saw Biden go in. They said, screw it. I'm burning the whole thing down. I'm done. I'm done with this. Um, and if Trump gets in office, they're just going to turn it up to 11. So we've got to be ready for that. And we have to understand how oh. are we going to handle that? You know? Yeah.
1: Uh, she was I talking think? about the votes being counted. Oh, yeah. 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 She's like, yeah. quit speaking that. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Uh, Brian, Moore, Brian Moriarty just said that I'm going to vote for who's Kane West, bro. I'm kidding. Kanye. He said, <laughs> Massey's going to vote for Kanye West because he used to be a rapper. And I was like, maybe. Okay, no, I won't. Uh, there was no policy that he spoke up. Uh, yeah, uh, you know. But anyways, um, there's 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 a lot here, guys. But let's let's end it with this. You know, Martin County did what it did. We have the people we know we need to get rid of. Um, it's absolutely, uh, I'll just say it, unintegrally based to do what they did and how they did it. They lied to the people, and you should know that. And for those of you that say politicians lie all the time, it's because we allow it.
0: Yeah. We, right. That's not we that's not it. a
1: that's not a good thing. That's not yeah. to say, oh, they do it all the time. No, 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 no. They're not supposed to do that all the time. And if they can keep their regulations from you, there's something wrong with that. Folks, if you become illiterate to the law, they can enslave you. And that's the bottom line. So we can't let that happen. That's why we have to continue to get involved in who's getting
0: elected locally. The, and that's exactly what I was gonna say is one one thing so Melissa, she surprised me on this. She actually, and she was like, you know, I didn't, I didn't research each person enough. But she actually looked up the people when she was about to go vote in the primary stuff. She actually looked up who she was going to be voting mm. for, and she can kind of look of like who's who and what they're doing. And I say that as an encouragement to you guys: make sure you know who you're voting for. Don't just go, uh, and coming and coming and coming and coming, right? Look into a little bit of history on these people. Take 45 minutes, okay, one hour after the kids go to bed, you know, grab a soda or a LaCroix or a water and and sit down and really actually look at these people and see – Okay, who are they and what do they stand on? What are they doing? What have they done? And try to inform yourself and then pay attention to what they do once they're in office. Exactly. And determine, okay, are they standing on foundation? Are they standing on principle? Or are they just going with the whims of what everybody else wants them to do? 100%. Because if that's the case, 100%. Pff, get them out. That's exactly. A that's dude. the only way and we are going to end up changing it.
1: We have a chance now. Like here, this is what I love. Again, this wakened everybody up to local politics. Yeah. Now's the time to really beat down their doors. Now's the time to go email, phone call, everything you can to make sure that they can reverse this thing because it can be lifted at any time. Yeah. This emergency mandate can be lifted any time if DeSantis has enough pressure to do it. Because again, they work for the people. We don't work for them. They work for us. So put the pressure on them. You have to do it. Sue Trumbino, she's good at this. Every single day. She will be on the phone with commissioners, mayors. All that stuff. And she may not get them on the phone, but she is pressuring them, dude, consistently. That's what I love about her. She's a pit bull, man. They actually –
0: every politician has to kind of weigh the voice that's coming into them. So if they hear people mostly saying, I think it's a good idea. I think it's good. You're protecting my family. That's what they're going to think their constituents say. If, instead, they get 5,000 phone calls complaining about what they've done, they think about getting elected next time. Exactly. So they think, okay, maybe my people are really not happy with this decision, but you have to actually make your voice heard. Remember, we're talking about people who are driven by the whims of the people and the whims of fear. Make them fear not getting elected.
1: Exactly.
0: Yes, that is the thing.
1: Again, when they realize that when the people fear the government, there's tyranny. But when the government fears the people, there's liberty. Mm -hmm. They have a responsibility before God to do the right thing, not just us. They have a responsibility before God because they put an oath on the Bible that they would follow the Constitution, okay? I don't care what they say. You made an oath. Who is that to? Who is that to? Fallible man? No, it's to God. We have to warn them about that. Your your vow is before God, not man. See, that's why it's so crazy when we talk about this. People say you got to separate the two. No, you can't. Because you're working for the people. And it's very clear that, again, when we say one nation under God, we mean that. Dude, there's a reason they added that. okay? Because our vow, what we do is before the Lord. My vote's before God. Everything I do is before God. Those that don't believe in God, you're still before God. You're going to meet him one day. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. That's why we can't quit preaching about God-given liberties and that God gives law and that he's righteous and holy and just. We
0: have to remind those commissioners, especially locally. And if you're a civil servant, if you are a civil servant, you are still being a servant under God. And you have to make your decisions and go with what God has commanded the people to do. God commands a nation as a people to move or to do this or to do that. And we have, when our hearts are open to what he's saying to us as a people, we start doing what he wants us to do. And civil service is no different. A hundred percent. Statesmen are no different.
1: And guys, you cannot be afraid to say this anymore. And hear me out here. You can't be afraid to say this anymore that they're standing before the Lord. Mm -hmm. Now's the time. Because as crazy as the left or progressives are, it's not crazy to preach truth. It's not, and they need to understand that, guys. You, you know what I mean? It's my job right now to get involved locally to say, look, I've got to get in there and I've got to be a part of the, the 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 war, if you will. I'm putting that in quotations. I got to get involved in the fight. Yeah. Right. I I've never. I don't know. I've never been. You've never been either one to sit the sidelines. Yeah. Um. And and you got to figure that out. And and thank God we have people who listen to. To that, you know what I mean? Because they can and they will fear us eventually because they need to. Because that, like uh Paul just wrote, eternal vigilance is the price of freedom. It's exactly what Je- uh, Jefferson said. He's right. So with that...
0: Yeah. So... Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Seriously. the Self-Evident Podcast. Oh, man, just thank wait. we got so some much. new
1: things with this podcast. We're going to really be yep. promoting it. We're getting a whole new location again, uh, something really pro. We're working on that right now. Um, so, guys, just look. Our content, to me, gets better. I think we just have to keep hitting these local issues, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, current events, all these things. But we want to have answers for, for you guys and for
0: the world because they need the hope that's within us. So... With that being said, don't forget to check out 1776.store, 1776truth.store, sorry, and check out the t-shirts, check out the sweatshirts, check out the curriculums. Be sure to uh, subscribe, be sure to become a subscriber on youtube also be sure to start checking out the alternative medias because as youtube starts clamping down on stuff starts continues clamping down <laughs> on stuff the alternative medias are going to start growing bit shoot is a great place for you to find stuff that is not being clamped down freedom of speech stuff stuff you're not going to find on youtube and i mean that in the good sense as well as the bad sense but you are an adult. You can sift through. But the most important part is you're actually getting real voices. You're not getting something that's yep. just procured for you. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to the Self-Evident Truth Podcast. We will be back here. We will be back here Saturday at 7 p.m. And
1: it's been like that, and it will continue to be Saturdays at 7. Also Thursday nights. I did one this week. Thank Yay! God. Right. We're getting back into that routine. So <laughs> thanks, guys. We love you.
0: All right. Love you guys. Have a great night.